Welcome back. Hello. To the Royal Podcast. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. You know, every time you go to press play and we're doing an intro, I just do the first thing that comes to my mind, and that was it. That was good. That was a good. I thought we were really had an instrument in here. Yeah, did it sound <laughs> a good? Trumpet. Yeah. Well, well, good. well. I'm Casey Fulahan, and you're listening to. In case you missed it. With usual guest, Eddie Trezino. It's been a while since we did the pod, but we have some good stuff to talk about. Yeah, it's true. We watched the new Hulu movie. I, I literally can never remember. It's what called, it's called Palm Springs. I've asked it's been. Eddie, it's not. Uh, it's been out a little while. Now. I mean, it's relatively new. Yeah. I've asked Eddie what it's called like every day. Yeah, I don't know why they named it that. I guess that's the best thing they came up with. But it's with <laughs> um, Lonely Island Productions. And it's like a modern take on the classic Groundhog Day scenario. Then we watched, or no, we have our thoughts on Taylor Swift's new album, Folklore, her surprise album. Uh Uh-huh. And also we'll be uh, taking you to the rec room talking about some of the other pop culture things we've been enjoying for the Over last the few weeks. past couple weeks, yeah. It's been a while. So, without <laughs> further ado, let's get into it. Alright, I forgot to mention this in the intro, but we have a very special additional segment. <laughs> you might say I'm famous for my Instagram coffee reviews. I used to always do it when Starbucks had a new drink. Pre-pandemic. Post-pandemic, uh-huh. it's been a little tougher, but last night, Eddie and I found out Sheets serves iced coffee in cans. Yeah, they have their own iced coffee, and I got it right here. Yeah, non-spawn, non-spawn, but Eddie's going to open it up. Yeah, it's uh, Sheets Bros Coffee. We were at Sheets last night, and I picked it up. It's uh, chocolate banana flavor. So this is uh, me opening it for all you ASMR fans. Oh, yeah. Hear that spizz. Okay, here goes. I, Casey's recording this for all you pod Hmm. <laughs> okay. Tastes like banana and chocolate. That's actually pretty good. Oh, is it really sweet? Mm, kind of. It tastes really like banana. It tastes like those um, Five Guys shakes. Yeah, go ahead. Give it a tasty. What do you think? It does not taste like coffee at all. Yeah, I know. It tastes like it tastes like the uh, like milkshakes that you get that are chocolate. You like milkshakes or frappuccinos? You'll probably like this. Oh, that's pretty good actually. Goodbye. So anyway, that was shocking. My face, I literally yeah, I know. Like, yeah, you I were pretty shocked. When Eddie picked banana chocolate, I was like, that sounds like the worst iced coffee flavor in the world. I think the other one was cookies and cream, but, but I just it, wasn't feeling cookies. But and this cream. is good. It's almost like. You know how Starbucks has frappuccinos? Yeah. It tastes like that, but it's a flavor that Starbucks doesn't have. Yeah. So that's our taste test for the day. All right. Now Maybe. let's get into Palm Springs, yes, the movie. Yes, Palm Springs. Not the place. So I remember when they released the trailer on Twitter, I sent it to Eddie and I was like, this looks very interesting mm-hmm. because it sets up that it's basically your classic time loop story that takes place on the day of the protagonist's sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. So she keeps reliving that in day. In Palm Springs. In Palm Springs. And she... I don't want to, I don't know how much I should give away. I guess I guess the trailer really sets up a lot of yeah, it. Yeah, uh-huh. So she meets this guy, played by Andy Samberg, at her sister's wedding. 
They have a connection. When she's hanging out with him, some guy chases him with an arrow. A bow and arrow, yeah. He runs into this cave. And he says, it's like filled with this light. He says, don't come after me. She comes after him anyway because she's like freaked out. And then she wakes up and it's the morning before. So she's like, what? And so it's that classic take on what do you do when you're stuck in the same day over and over and over again. Mm. And they're... I don't know, Eddie. I guess I'll, I'll start with your thoughts on it. Now yeah, that well, plot. it's a pretty popular concept, and uh, I just was at home by myself in my apartment one day with nothing to do, and I was like, well, I'll watch this, yeah, because it's only like an hour Yeah, I was half. mad you watched it without me. I know. Well, I felt bad, but we watched, I watched, I'm glad that I, I don't know, I probably should have waited. <laughs> hey, it's okay. I mean, okay. good <laughs> things are worth being viewed more than once. You're right. Uh, and so, um, I sat down to watch it and I like Andy Samberg. I like Kristen Milioti, who I only have seen in like How I Met Your Mother. I didn't even recognize her. She, and also, and Wolf of Wall Street, which she has a part in. But, um, yeah, I was watching it and like, I was, didn't know how it would go. Cause like a lot of these time loop movies are kind of similar and not saying this one's too dissimilar from those but uh you know i think it's just kind of it's interesting because andy samberg's kind of the they're both kind of main characters but yes like at the beginning you kind of like in a lot of these movies you expect get trapped in it and that being like the first act or whatever and it is but when andy samberg has already been in the time loop for who knows how long when that has a different Hillary. element to it. Yeah. She's not alone. I kind of like that. Yeah, it's kind of funny that she, like, doesn't know what's going on, but he just, like, has already given up. Yes. So, yeah, there's just a lot of talk in the movie about, like, how do you... When, noth- like, when nothing really matters, if you're just going to keep living the same day over and over again. Like, they can't die because they just wake up again. Right. Um, I mean, it's, like, existential almost. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I'm th- I was thinking? It's not you- that funny, but, like, there's some no. parts that are funny... No, but it's, like, I don't think it needs to be. Like, I don't think that's, like, missing. It's just surprising yeah. because it is from Lonely Island Productions. I think a lot uh-huh. of people expect it to be that that same vibe. I don't think it is that. Yeah, I mean, I kind of think Andy Samberg is just funny as a per Like, some, the way, he, the way he is is kind of funny. <laughs> There's so, moments like, of yeah. levity. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's not like a heavy movie. Or I mean, it. Can I think be. it's a little heavy. Um, yeah. But in a good way. I honestly, what I told Eddie is like the writing in it really struck me. Like the conversations they have with each other were like beautiful. Like yeah, there were some parts that were like yeah. And the speeches he he gave her were really beautiful. And and there, it's interesting when you brought up that you know the difference really from the classic form is that he's already there and she comes in and kind of rescues him. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I mean he it's he never would have got out if it wasn't for her. Yeah. And um. Well, there's some we, interesting. We twists. won't tell you what how they. Well, yeah, if they get out. Right. But um, there's some good twists in it. Yes. There's a good character played by J.K. Rowling or what? J.K. Simmons. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, she says her. What is it? Transphobic comments. Oh, she's yeah. Yeah. No, we no, don't. No, J.K. Simmons. That was so funny. You said it so confidently. I always forget. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, he's. It's honestly kind of random. He's like. I like, didn't know he was in it when I watched it. Villain or nemesis it. or something. He kind of is the antagonist at the beginning, but he grows as a. Character There's a really too. interesting plotline where you find out early on that, um, what's the main woman's name? 
Uh, I don't remember in the movie. What's her real name? Oh, Kristen Milioti. Kristen Milioti has like a secret. I think it's Sarah a in the movie. secret or a confession. And she thinks that telling it would... She's trying to do that Groundhog's Day scenario where she's like, well, if I do think selfless or become a better person, I'll get out. Uh-huh. And um, she confesses a secret and you don't... As a viewer, don't know what it is. Yeah. But of course it doesn't work. So the whole time you're like, what's the secret? What's the secret? Yeah, you were really... Int- you were pretty invested. In I just thought that was so interesting. Yeah, it was, it was a good hook. It, um... It's a beautiful movie. I would recommend it for sure. If you like the Groundhog's Day and you think the concept of a time loop is interesting and you like Andy Samberg, you're going to like this movie. Yeah, I don't think that, like, I mean, Groundhog's, everybody calls it, like, the Groundhog's Day concept, but, like, there's a hundred million movies that do this now. So, so like, I don't know. It's a, it's just, like, kind of a plot. Right, but were they the first? Uh, I'm, what, Groundhog's Day? Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm I, not there either. has to be something. There has to be something. I feel Everything like, because that was like 1988 something. or something. Right. I, I mean, it probably stems from science fiction and maybe a novel or yeah. something. That idea has to have existed. Yeah. Hmm. Um, But yeah, I would say we do recommend it, right? Mm-hmm. I think people should check it out. It's a good length. It's yeah, like it's not, pretty short. You're not it's like a little over forever. And um, I don't know. I really liked it. Me too. So watch it if you dare. Watch it on Hulu, non-spawn. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about Taylor Swift's surprise album. Okay. Have you ever wanted an album (laughs) to comfort you like a cardigan? Ooh, I guess I have kind of wanted that. Taylor Swift's new album, Eddie, is... Not really that. I was trying to think of a good segue. Hmm. Here's my journey through my experience of listening to Taylor Swift's new album. I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan, so that's a... that upfront. I'm going to say that, because obviously that's going to change the way I perceive it versus someone who's like, ah, you know, whatever, Taylor Swift's fine. So when she tweeted that she was dropping a full album... I, I gasped. Mm-hmm. I was shocked. And I woke up and the morning after it released, she had lyric videos for all 16. Like, that's a long album. 16 tracks? Isn't that a long album? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it's, it's long for her, I think. Or maybe not. I'm know. not sure. But I watched, listened to it about halfway through, took a break and listened to the rest of it. Because this album, lyrically... Is a feels heavy. It's it's a darker tone than she's taken before. It's still got that mystical and romantic vibe to it. I think it's one of her best albums of all time mm-hmm. because I think it shows that she is a really good writer and that she can do different types of music than what people expect from her. And I. What happens a lot for me is I think with most people, when your favorite artist comes out with an album and it has such a different sound, at first you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I like this. But the more I listen to it, the more I really connected with different songs and different lyrics, and now I love it. It's not a summer anthem album. As most <laughs> people said on Twitter, it's like the perfect fall album, like driving in the rain... You know, sitting by a bonfire. And I agree there. And after we get some words from Eddie's thoughts on it, I'm going to let you guys know what my top track is and what my least 
favorite track is and why. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of my thoughts. What were you, I? I forced Teddy. I didn't force him, but I, I really want. I said I really want you to listen to it <laughs> and let me know your thoughts. You know, it's a long album, but if you're driving, it's it, it really is perfect if you're driving. It's pretty good. Um, for a drive so through the countryside. What did you think? And and where do you define yourself as like Taylor Swift fan? To there's like people who hate her and there's fans. <laughs> Would you say you're in the middle? Yeah, I I like some of her songs. They're catchy and yeah, you poppy. belong with me. Yeah, oh, that's a great jam. I don't know. Yeah, I've always find her. She's fine. Always like I don't know. She's got sing along tracks that you know. A lot of people said they're corny back in the day, but they really kind of hold up because they're just they do timeless tales of love yes. and romance. Well, what about yeah. folklore? Yeah. Well, uh, the first thing I heard about this was like we woke up. I woke up once and Casey was reading her phone or something, and she was, she like gasped and hand to the mouth, and I like I was like she like staring at her phone wide eyed, and I thought someone died. I was like <laughs> I was like oh no, and she's like Taylor Swift's dropping an album at midnight. Couldn't, I was like, oh, well. Okay. It was like maybe at the end of the week. It wasn't like the same day. I think she, she announced No, it. I think it was midnight, wasn't it? Was it the same day? I think it was the same day. She's crazy. No, I remember. I think it was the same day. <sighs> yeah, so I was like surprised. And then uh, I I woke up the next day and I like didn't listen. But I think you were like listening to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. It took me a while. But I listened to it like last week or a couple days ago. Yeah, so this one's a lot more low key than all our other pop jams, especially. Really uh, high energy pops. Mm-hmm. Like this paper one has, rings. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, this is really contrasted. Did you have? Were there any songs that stood out to you? Um, hmm. man, a lot of them. Bl- they kind of blend together, but um, I liked Betty. <laughs> I liked. I think I liked My Tears Ricochet. Yeah, you did. I liked the one I remember the first song. So what's interesting is kind of, you know, everything dropped at once, but the single for this album is Cardigan. And I would argue it's not the song that's gotten the most buzz off the album. She released a music video, like a real music video for this song that they shot during quarantine. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful music video. Um, And that is one of my favorite songs in the album. I don't think I can say it's my number one, but it, it's an interesting choice, I think, for a single. And um, Betty, it's interesting you said that because Twitter like blew up about that song. They wanted to make it like, I think a lot of people thought that Taylor wrote it like herself falling in love with someone named Betty. But I can't 100% agree with that fan theory because Taylor said in a note that she released with the album on Instagram, that this album was inspired by stories, images that she just came up with in her head, that the whole idea behind it is creating folklore and stories that pass down from generations and how those stories change. Mm-hmm. And um, I think probably one of the best examples of that on her album is, shoot, what now? Oh, yes, The Last Great American Dynasty, uh, about mm. this woman who marries into this rich family at this house on the ocean and her husband passes oh, away yeah. and all the rumors the town has about her and at the end taylor is speaking in first person and says like you know then the house was bought by me and i became you know the mad woman living in the house and oh, yeah. hmm. i think it's a really good example of her ability to storytell um and i love it like i really love it i think everyone should give it a chance because 
if you don't like classic Taylor Swift, like this isn't classic Taylor Swift. You might like this. Mm-hmm. I think it might, like some people who haven't liked Taylor Swift before might like this, you know? Yeah. I guess it's kind of like people are saying it's like her indie album, which like, I guess if you consider indie a genre, that's good. But, right. I mean, it's not actually indie music. I'm like, <laughs> like a, it's her, it's I'm a huge production. I'm not in. In genre. In like labeling it. Like yeah, I just that's think, fair. you know, it's, but you know, people do what they, what they want to do. Have you been bopping this album still the last yes. couple weeks? Yes, I have. I think it's perfect for drives. It can be, like I said, kind of like heavy. So like if you're in a down mood, it might not be the best time to play it. Um, but I think that it's full of a lot of really beautiful lyrics. And honestly, my favorite song changes like all the time. Mm, but Interesting. <laughs> uh, I would say most of the time, my favorite song from the entire album is... Drum roll. Ooh, that was pretty good. No, it was bad. Um, You ready? Yeah. Do the drum roll. The last great American dynasty. Oh, man, you hinted at it earlier. Yes. I think it is some of the best storytelling on the album while also being very catchy. And it feels personal to her because she speaks in first person, but it also feels like mystical and magical about this story, about this character. And um, it's great. I would say it's close with Cardigan because I really do like Cardigan as well. Um, That leaves us with my lead song. And it doesn't mean I think it's bad. It's just not one that I'm playing over and over and over and over again. And that would have to be seven. It's a song about, from what I can gather, like, it references Pennsylvania, where she grew up. And it's, like, being young. And honestly, to me, what the lyrics convey is, like, she has a friend who's in, like, a not-so-great home where her dad is angry all the time. And she's going to run away with this friend so that they can be free. And it's just kind of, like... It's sad to me. and I, I Is just, that the one that features Bon Iver or whatever? Oh, Which no, one is that? I that's Exile. Because I didn't really like that one. That is also one of my least favorite songs. Yeah, I didn't. I talked to someone. My friend Kristen was like, that's my favorite. So really? I, some people, I think it. I, I don't like that Southern drawl voice. I just don't want, I don't want anyone but Taylor on this album. I was like, why is he here? Yeah, they should have really brought in Brendan Yuri again to say. Oh, <laughs> we don't talk about that song. <laughs> but um that one also is not my favorite no yeah me neither um the most personal one on the album i think is invisible string because it i like that one a lot too actually it's one of the happier songs on the album and it really references her relationship with joe alrin i think is how you say his name uh, who she's been with for years now but yeah, it's beautiful. I highly recommend it. Um, and I think we'll wrap it up there because I really could talk about <laughs> this album for a long time and the lyrics and how much I love them. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's folklore. Check yeah. it out. It's on all the platforms, YouTube, Spotify. You might as well listen, I guess. Yeah. yeah why, not? <laughs> why not? What else are you doing in quarantine? You're right. We Perfect one... for a drive. If you have a long drive <laughs> coming up. Yeah. Put this album on and just take it in. Totally. Especially if you live in PA. Yeah, you get a little shout out. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick second to gather our thoughts before heading into the rec room. All right. 
Just got to open the door to the rec room. <laughs> got to put in the key. I'll never get that sound right. Uh, creaky door, walk inside, turn Hello. on the light, and we're here. Hey, back in the dust room. Uh, the rec room has its charm. Yeah, it's it nice truly and... does. Yeah, it always does bring in surprises. <laughs> yep. But this may come as no surprise that one of the things I've brought to the rec room this week is a reality show. You know, Eddie and I freaking love reality shows. And this one has been on forever. Big Brother. I always resisted it and I literally don't know why. I mean, I guess I just didn't know what the concept was and I was like, I don't want to get, I don't want to get in too deep. But listen, it's quarantine. We're going to be limited in activities for probably to, into next year. So I need something to occupy my time to get excited about, to look forward to. And if that's a show about a bunch of random people living in a house together, playing games, so be it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really know what it was about either until a couple years it's ago. It's interesting. I told John Mark, it feels, Eddie's roommate who introduced me to it, that it feels a lot like Survivor to me, but in a different setting so like it's the goal is to form alliances with people it's all kind of about mental games while also wanting the goal of winning the physical games because you can get things like immunity and different power and it's just very interesting to see the relationships form of course they don't have the pressure on them of living on an island somewhere with very limited supplies so yeah. it's a bit different but it has similar vibes to it and i watched an episode last night and I really enjoyed it. Now, this season is All-Stars, which I thought would make me feel kind of disconnected because obviously, like, you know, if you've been watching for years, you're a fan, you're like, oh, I love this person. Wow, this is so exciting. But honestly, it didn't make me any less into it. Like, I got right into the characters right away. And um, I'm excited to keep watching it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Now, it's kind of nice to have it this year. I thought we weren't going to get it. Right. Yeah, that's another thing is it's like... it's in, They're all... In, isolated they've all been quarantined and tested um you know to make sure the show is safe because they do not leave the property the house that yeah. they do the show on unlike the bachelor where they have to cancel traveling and all that stuff oh yeah so it really isn't too impacted by covid and it is nice to have because like i said like it's just kind of nice even if it's just a tv show it's nice to have something to like look forward to and structure your day because there's just not a lot going on. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Do you have any favorites yet on this season? Um, I've always well, I the first season I watched was Big Brother Twenty, and from that season on this one are Tyler and who I like a lot and Bailey, who I'm sure is fine. <laughs> I don't know, she's okay. Um, I really like Tyler. Yeah, I do too. He's I he's I would a like him to young win. Man. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. got this wild curly blonde hair. Yeah, surfer dude. It's vibes. yeah, surfer yeah. dude vibes, and he's 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 a cutie pie. I like both of the Nicoles. I like. I'm trying to think. One of them was the quirky one, and the other one was the one with the pigtails. Cody. Cody is a very is attractive your... <laughs> man. Uh -huh. He's like an underwear model or something. Uh, I like him too. I like honestly, Ian. he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, sure. Ian, I like oh, oh, Kaser. Oh, oh, I like how can Enzo. I forget? I love Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. I like Kevin. Kevin. I like... Kevin said he wants to win for his husband, but he didn't say husband. He said Huz, and I thought it was the funniest thing ever. He was like, Oh, I've never heard that. Me and the Huz. And oh, I was like, Kevin, funny. I'm on your side, buddy. So uh, I like him. I like Enzo. Ian. I don't I like, really. Um, I don't really dislike anyone. Keisha. Yet. 
Uh, yeah. It shows it's a little bit, like, more, because, like... It's less character-y than, I well, think, I mean, The Bachelor. Yeah, like, yeah, that's true. Because they don't manipulate it. The now, producers really don't. This is kind of a... Not a segue. This is kind of going off track here, but The Bachelor, I don't think we've talked about, they had a huge change that's kind of unconfirmed, but low-key confirmed, yeah. that... The season they've been filming in quarantine, which, by the way, I, I'm disappointed that they're, that they're doing it because there's no travel, but I also want, want it. But anyway, the Claire Crawley, The Bachelorette, apparently, according to E! News, which is like a pretty credible source for these sort of things, she found like the one like maybe a week in and was like, yeah, that's well, and was like, I don't want to, I don't want to play anymore or something like that. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm done. And so apparently they're gonna have that at the beginning of the season, and then Taisha from Colton's season, who was one of Eddie and I's favorites. I think you at one point said you thought they'd pick her for Bachelorette. Yeah, I did, on ba- well, before I mostly saw on Bachelor in Paradise. Paradise. And she is going to be the Bachelorette. Now, I'm thrilled because I freaking love Tasha. Yeah. But I don't really understand how it's all going to look. I can't wait for Chris Harrison to pop back up on my screens and tell us it's the most shocking twist in Bachelor history. I cannot it wait. It really will be a big one, huh? I can't wait. When they're like, sorry, we'll see you later, Claire and Crawley. Then, well, we said goodbye to Claire. Who's going to fill her <laughs> shoes? Yeah, I wish they didn't spoil us on that. That would be... That would be the there biggest surprise too much, ever. Yeah, there's too much press around these kind of things. It's too, I'd yeah, like it if they kept it a little more It's secret. really tough not to get spoilers on The Bachelor. You have to be really careful. Yeah. And some people love the spoilers. I think it sucks the fun out of it. Yeah, me too. But anyway, that's our reality corner recommendation and update Yeah. in the rec room. There's always a reality TV corner in here because we're always watching something. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, I know you were listening to something oh, you yeah. wanted to share with our pod listeners? Yeah, Serial has a new podcast. I've always liked Serial. Like in Me like too. season one, two is okay. I like three pretty good. And then they had S Town. Mm-hmm. And now oh this my is, God, which S-Town. was a spin off. And this is another spin off, but it's by the produced by them. It's called um, Nice White Parents. And it's about like a school system in New York that um kinda like just saw a lot of uh weird like things happen racially within the schools and like a lot of campaigning and things it's it's still kind of like coming together like the story but um is the whole thing released at once no no they're on episode like four now okay it just came out today actually um i don't know how many episodes are gonna be but it's pretty good i like the kind of investigative reporting yes i think this is a good subject it's very the way they do it on serial is very it feels very personal it's very personal reporting you know and they have like the voice of the person and like yeah, I forget the lady's name. Your brain name. kind of creates the imagery, you know? Yeah, especially with S-Town. That yeah. was a big thing with that That's one. a gut punch. Don't watch that if you're, or listen to that if you're in a dark place, because it's, it's, it's dark. Yeah, I don't remember, like, the main story, but I remember, you know, the it, rest of it. It. Was gut, <laughs> it was a gut punch for sure. Yeah, I really liked I mean, it's it. Ex- I do, I should listen it's to it It's excellent, again. like, I recommend it, but just content warning that it gets very dark. Um, yeah. Well, but that's about it. I mean, I just like I, it. I've only listened to the third season. That's the one about the courthouse. Or the of cereal, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. You didn't listen to one? I listened about to one. Edmond? Oh, of course I listened oh, okay. to one. Oh, it sounds I, like... Two was about the soldier that deserted, right? So, I forget. Yes, exactly. Yeah, something about that. And the third one's and about... The courthouse in Ohio. Yes, and I, I want to listen to more of that. The reason I stopped was because I was so upset at how unfair it is. Yeah, it's that, frustrating. You know, a, a black man is caught with 
marijuana and you know he his whole life is taken off track yeah it's like it shows you how first of all race does matter in our law enforcement system not equal and just that like things need to change yeah well yeah that's the interesting one about this is there's no like law enforcement aspect really Mm. it's mostly education and but there is a like social kind of justice aspect to that, I would say, especially yeah. right now. Yeah, definitely. I like they, they timed it. I mean, I don't know how they got this timing right because this lady has <laughs> apparently been working on the story for years, it's, which I can't imagine working on something that long. That's crazy. Honestly, yeah. I I'm, just want to get it out. That's the thing. I'm such a like, uh, like a, I don't know, project oriented person, and I always want to get things done as quickly as possible. That I feel yeah. like it would really takes patience. Patience. Yeah, I don't know how she did it. Um, and planning really. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are our recommendations, I think, for this week. Um, as always, we appreciate you listening to us, and we always recommend Fresh Ears, which is uh, yeah, podcast. My, yeah, podcast from my two pals. Um, where they each uh, give each other an album to listen to for the week and discuss their thoughts and feelings on it. It's a fun little music adventure that is just like sitting in the room with some buds talking about music i I think it's got a great vibe to it oh yeah thanks and if you like youtube you can check out my youtube channel Uh, yeah i've been working really hard on it yeah uh we did eddie's makeup recently yeah that was very funny it is under just my name casey Hulihan. (laughs) you can follow us on twitter uh you can find our handles in bio and um thank you so much for listening yeah we'll be back Sometime. I don't want to put us on a tight schedule because things have been just a little different. But, Eddie, thank you for being here with me. Thank you for having me in my apartment. <laughs> and have, my apartment recording studio. We hope you all have a safe and happy week. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.